Yo, do you see how many people's birthday it is today? Yeah, today. <laughs> what? Today? Today's, um, today's ED's birthday. Got a lot of birthdays today? Yeah. Oh, great. You Eddie. Edgar got to cut that out. I'm more afraid of him than the hybrid. Crazy. I'm more afraid of him than hybrid than a boogie. Than, yo, Edgar, cut that yo. one out. He'll yo. pull my car yo. real quick. Yeah, he you know where you live, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead and scratch that name out. <laughs> Dude, that shit is funny. Nothing in common. Nothing to say. Nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable comments. Was looking yo. at my, 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 yeah. was looking at my yo. location like, yo, yo, where the fuck is he at yo. right now? Yo, <laughs> this this dude D is nasty. <laughs> I know for a fact he was looking at my yo. location like, yo, why is he out here? He is nasty. Why is he over there right now? <laughs> yo. 45 minutes out. Yo, I was like, yo, I just talked to this dude like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Like, yo, you gonna come back for the pod? I know that's what he was thinking. Yo, I was thinking too, like, damn. And then when when Reem hit, I was when Reem hit. Well, pause. When Reem hit up the um the group, I was just like, damn. I was trying to forget. <laughs> I was I was cooking. I was like, damn. Helping out, I wasn't cooking. Helping out, I wasn't cooking. At least you admitted. Nah, oh Cordy, was, Cordy was trying to cook for me. I said, no, nah, I gotta go. I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. <laughs> oh man. What's going on, fellas? Chilling. What's going on with you? Just surviving, dog. It's a good ass game. I'm just, I'm like torn because I do I want to see Brady win another ring? I mean, it'd be pretty impressive if you think about it. Yeah, but like, do I really want to see Brady win another ring? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you want to go him. already. So like, you want to <laughs> see him just go go crazy? At least I do. Yeah, but I feel like I'm at the stage now where I'm still bitter about everything. <laughs> So I kind of want to see this L. Damn, I like that. You want to see him succeed, bro. Because I mean, the talk at the beginning of the year was, can he, could he, could he perform at a high level without Belichick? Right? Wasn't that the story or the narrative that people were pushing? Yeah. So then you give him the a super team. Um, yeah. This this man went to the to 2012 Miami Heat. Like, <laughs> I mean, love it. He has the best offense in the world right now. His oh, offense is stacked. You right. My man Lamar was getting crinax last night, bro. Yeah, they need to get some help for Lamar. Yo, the center was dropping the ball. You got one job, dude. Yeah, like four horrible snaps. I'm like, yo, what is he doing? <laughs> My man was playing spreads last night. Like, there's no reason he should have been that bad. No, the kicker was playing spreads. Oh, yeah, Tucker? He was missing bunnies. Bro, and he's usually yeah. automatic too. That's right. the crazy part. Is that is that like a Ravens football thing? Like the rape, like their their kicker just always implodes in the playoffs. Doesn't happen against the Pats too. <laughs> yeah, he usually wow. just shits himself in the playoffs. That's crazy, man. Brady. Well, how y'all how y'all doing, yo? What's up with y'all? What up? What up? What up? What it is, yo? Yo, y'all was balling on Friday, huh? Yeah, you know, a little yeah, something. buckets. Book was balling. I was just kind of yeah, there. yo. I Book didn't get that balling. invite, bro. I, was, I felt kind of mad about that, yo. What's yeah, me up, too. Man? I didn't get that invite either, bro. I invited everybody in the group. <laughs> I saw, I saw invite to Rashawn and Kareem. That was it. <laughs> no, because they were and then you double back, and then you double back and that shiz. If he was, the, if he he's like, yo, shiz, you, you hear me? Oh, <laughs> I was I like, yo, I, yeah. I'm over here, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm messing with you, dude. 
I'm about to say, I was like, I swear I invited everybody. D was like that dude. Like when somebody asks him to do something, he like stands still and hope like you can't see him. He just kind of stand there. I'm like Kyrie in the uh, RDC world. Uh, Yo, what skits. is good with him? Kyrie? Kyrie? Yo, yeah. something, something's mentally wrong with this. What's, no, yeah, what's, no, no, he's, what's been going on lately? What just what just happened? Well, he's one, he just fined $1.6 million. Yeah. Yo, he just got, yeah, he got fined. And that was because he was at that party, right? Yeah, and, and so he got fined 50 grand for missing everything, but then he got fined for each game he missed as well. Wow. Because it was so, his fault that he missed a game those games. salary. Yeah, a game salary. Yep. He oh, lost ooh. all he lost out on the game salary for five games. And mm-hmm. that on top of the 50 grand, I think if I read the report correctly, yeah. amounts to about 1.6 million dollars. Which is also care, crazy. He he should though because it's crazy because he wrote a letter to the nba or or not a letter when he wasn't talking to the um to the press when he called them pawns or whatever (laughs) and then he was like yo uh i hope the nba really does something good with my um with my fine money if you you just showed up yeah if you just showed up and did what you needed to do you could do so much more with that 1.6 like you don't don't put it in somebody else's hands to do it. That if you're like, oh, I hope you do the right thing with my money. It's like, yeah, yo, you had a, you had a good opportunity for you to be able to do something great with that money. And it's yeah, not I mean, like it wasn't your fault that this happened. Like it wasn't like somebody else was responsible for this happening. Like you did all yeah. this yourself. It's <laughs> yeah, on him, yeah. but you can't question like he he's put you know his money where his mouth is in terms of his uh you know support to charity and different programs. And that's exactly my point, Kareem, yeah. which is why it's frustrating for me. Right, exactly. Is that yeah? So no, that makes sense. So oh, good pass, but oh, he dropped yeah. it. Whoa, that's just him fuck, trying to like bro? take the blame off uh <laughs> off yo, himself and put yo, it on everybody else. Audience, yo, for anybody listening, this motherfucker book is always doing something when we on the podcast. This motherfucker's always trying to multitask. Yeah, I just want to see. I just want to see the game. You always get the side view profile of you, bro. <laughs> my fault. My fault. No, I'm fucking with you. Now, this is, I just want to see, you know, if this is because it's supposed to be Drew Brees' last game in New Orleans, too. I just found that out today. Because yeah, they said he's going to retire. Because they're not playing any more home games. Because they, whoever wins this game has to go to Pittsburgh anyway. Mm. Go to so, Pittsburgh? I mean, um, um, Packers. Why did I say Pittsburgh? I don't know why mm. I drew a blank on it, but they have to go to Green Bay Green regardless because they're the That's one. That's tough. Both those teams don't want to go to Green Bay either. Tom Brady's Green, more equipped to play in, in Green January. Bay. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he is, but still, you don't want to be in Green Bay in January. That oh, I completely is. agree. But, like, if anybody's suited to do that, like, I have more yeah. faith that they can do it than, like, than you the know, Saints. the Saints, are, especially Drew Brees. Like, he throws in a dome all day. Like. <laughs> Right. Yeah. This man doesn't have to go outside. Like it's it's tough to win in in um Green Bay, especially if you're an indoor team. That's right. why that's why Peyton Manning used to always lose the Patriots because he used to have to come to New England in the middle of the winter. Yeah, it makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference. So what we got for today? What's been going on this past uh past week? I mean, we kind of just breezed by our Kyrie topic, but <laughs> yeah, we can kind of get into that because that's uh, there's, yeah. there's more to that. There's a lot more to that, especially with the acquisition was... of James Harden. Yeah, we can talk about James. We can talk about James. James, James had a game last night, though. Were you all surprised that he he got to to got to Brooklyn? No, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. He finessed his way there. Mm. 
Yeah. Yo, y'all see those Twitter uh, those memes going around like how he lost weight in like 24 hours. Yo, I kid you <laughs> not. Yeah, I kid fat you suit not. on, bro. I kid you <laughs> not. I was joking around with my roommate earlier that earlier a week ago, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, I swear to God, James probably rocking some butt pads and a, and a in a fat suit and uh yeah, a, some butt pads and like a whatever around your around your stomach like a mm. a vest or something." I was like, "What if he goes to Brooklyn and all of a sudden he's in shape?" <laughs> And then, right. and then this happened. Sure enough. Yeah, so that's pretty funny to me. But he did yeah. ball out. He, he did. did. I mean, Joe, what did y'all think about the way he was, his last interview uh, with the Rockets before he got traded, what he was saying about the squad? Um, Disrespectful. Very. Yeah. Didn't need I, to do that. You I, didn't got like, what you I didn't like how he handled it. You know? Yeah, he got what you needed. You were getting what you wanted. You needed to trash them on the way out. Right, exactly. exactly. Like, that was my thing is that he came into the season, didn't go to training camp. And then came in the season and was just kind of like disruptive. Not kind yeah, of yeah. Like he, he was very much just yeah. He just he wasn't he wasn't all there. He clearly wanted to get out, which is his prerogative, you know, to want to be somewhere else. But the way he went about well, it, it is, but like, it isn't because he's under contract that he signed. Yeah, he signed yeah. that super max deal. We, nah, but I'm talking about more of just like if you're if you're not happy where you're at. You know, you can request a trade and you can do those things. You know, they don't have to honor it, but he can, like, he has that right to ask to leave. They don't have to honor it. And obviously they waited quite some time before they actually traded him. But just yeah. the way he, he went about all of it to get what he needed. It's was, just all this, all this is crazy to me when LeBron was getting killed for the decision and the way that all these other stars have moved after. Like Carmelo, so much worth. like Carmelo, so much worth. literally three months, like six months after LeBron makes the decision. How Carmel Carmelo handled the whole um, Nugget situation his last yes. year. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit was like like he turned into a circus. Mm-hmm. Or like how Dwight Howard handled his situation. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was that was way more disruptive. LeBron had made a decision. He he play, played his whole contract, never asked out, anything like that. He made his ultimate decision. Do I agree with the decision? Like, the, you know, the whole telecast or whatever? No. But at the end of the day, like everybody said, LeBron James never officially had a commitment day. You know, when high school kids go to college, that mm-hmm. was essentially his commitment day. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They treated that shit like a national signing day. Exactly. Um, so that yeah, was his and, and they day. used it to generate. He made sure to use it to make uh, charity. to donate Yeah, for Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. yeah. All the advertising money went to 100% of it went to charity. So, yeah, people like to leave that part out. Yeah. But the crazy part about it was the fact that I heard that um, watching the LeBron, um, that like fam, uh, friends documentary, he honestly was considering there was a chance that, you know, after the backlash he had gotten from his decision, there was a chance from when he went from Cleveland to Miami, there was a possibility that he could have went back on his whole thing. And was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna go back to, to Miami. I mean, I'm go back to Cleveland. But mm-hmm. I guess that's when the owner came out right after. Like, while this is while this is still transpiring, he's still trying to figure out if he had made the right decision. The mm-hmm. owner came out and just pretty much shit on LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I remember that that 12 page essay. Yeah. That's why, as an owner, you don't burn bridges like that. Like you, that was just stupid. Bag. Why would you do that? And no bull, like LeBron's a bigger man than me. Because after the owner would have talked to me like that, I don't know if I ever would have went back. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's loyalty. For real. <laughs> LeBron said, I'm coming back for this championship, not you. Yeah, no. So you thought the whole thing around 
like James Harden, like you thought his transition was disrespectful? I feel like it was a lack of, again, it was a lack of awareness as a player to understand the situation. Like D said, he was under contract, a very lucrative contract. And being real nice, Kareem. I'm yeah, I you know I am, but yeah, it's not a lack of that's that's total. Put my dick on the table and let me swing this shit. It is a lack of awareness because after all the reports came out about how much control he had within the organization, yeah, it's privilege to then then continue to be like, oh, this team isn't good enough. Oh, I just want to get out here. Oh, this is beyond repair. It's beyond repair because of what you've done. Like it's not because like yes, their owner doesn't spend money like maybe other people would. They haven't been able to succeed like the team wants to but it's largely on him for a lot mm-hmm. of those things. But and so it, for him to not have that awareness and still be like, I want to be out, you know, like this isn't, this team isn't good enough. Get me out of here. It's just like, it's disrespectful. It's a lack of awareness. It's just like, it's careless, you know? But does things get fucked up when like a general manager or like an owner, like trade someone? Like, you know what I mean? Like we see those things all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel but like I, it's just kind of like that double standard though. Cause then you see like certain players, even the fucked up situation where you see no, like players, no. Midway no. through a game, bro, get traded, and then they're just like bench. Like this shit happens. They signed a contract. It happens, but this is different. This is so it's like a no you, trade card, no trade clause. Right. One that would never happen with James Harden because of who he is. But two, the owner again it has a history of just not spending money. Like he's known to cut costs and do these things to save money. Oh, uh, uh, Ferretta Tillman, whoever the, the owner of the Rockets, Tillman. No, the Rockets owner had done everything in their power to win in Houston. Legitimately, there's a... Mm. He, he didn't run his ship like how Cleveland ran it with LeBron or... or yeah, he like got, one of he got stars. He got... He spoke about that too, right? He got he got Dwight Howard to come, right? They, they first... Because at first they thought Chandler Parsons was going to be that guy. Then they realized he wasn't. But they had been trying to get stars for a while. Then when they finally got James Harden, they did everything in their power to give him the best possible chance. The only reason why that Houston didn't win a championship while James Harden was there was because of Golden State. Mm. You legitimately, like, they were trying, they were going up against a super team. You're not going to beat that with what right, you like, Yeah. There's, no, there's I mean, they had great opportunities, yeah. The only person that could beat that team was the guy that won one game against him. That's LeBron. You needed LeBron and then to keep James Harden. You would have needed a ridiculous amount of talent to beat that team. And they got close, too. They got to a game seven. That's all you can ask is for opportunity. Right. Yeah. Does the Nets already become championship contenders now? Easily, but they've got a lot of flaws in that team. Mm, Championship contender? Well, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But there's a lot of flaws in that team that people aren't talking about right now. First of all, first of all, they have one big on the roster, DeAndre (laughs) Jordan. And DeAndre Jordan is not a defender like people think he is at this point of his career. Yeah, yeah he's old. Second of all, they've got two. They've got a liability, uh, Kyrie on defense still. And I don't think you can put enough defending around. Like James Harden's an adequate enough defender, but he's really only good guarding people in the post. On the perimeter, he's not great. He's gonna get in, in help side steals and bullshit like that. But on ball defender, obviously falls asleep. Maybe it changes when you have a. A different structure now. KD's actually a very good. He's he's becoming a very good defender, so I can't take that away from him. But I just felt like this team's not deep enough. This team has a lot of guys who can go cold and shoot teams out of games. Do you think the three of them could gel together? I think it's possible because I think so. 
because Harden's an unselfish player and Durant's an unselfish player. Thank you, Mook. Can you can you say it again for the people listening? Why do people people think that Harden is a selfish player because of what they've seen with the Rockets the past few years? Because they see one possession of a forty-eight minute game of him going between his legs and taking a side step jumper. Exactly. Like, one possession of a whole series of games. Like the man does share the ball. He led the league in assists. What? Thank, thank you. Ago. This man is a playmaker. Like he, if if his role is to playmake, he's gonna playmake. Like I see him. Like I think just past his his debut, he played the point guard. Like he was yeah, a point he had guard. Like Twelve assists. Right? He had a triple, yeah, double. A triple yeah. double. Yeah. So like that's what he can do. At when his role is to play make on top of just scoring because he can get a bucket, you know, and but then maybe even have Kai. But adding Kyrie into that situation, like that's what's that scary. I think it makes it makes it tougher. Yeah, okay. yeah that's it definitely what makes it tougher. That's the part that scares me, just the Kyrie dynamic for that team, mm-hmm. especially yeah. because of Kyrie's moodiness too. Don't forget KD's moodiness. Yeah, but KD's yeah. moodiness. You- you can get a, you can put up put up with because he's still seven feet and can do whatever he wants on a basketball <laughs> court. So like him getting hurt because of Draymond Green calling him a bitch, like okay, that's fine because he's still gonna go out there and get you like thirty a night. Kyrie's also one of those dudes who can win you games, but also shoot you out of them. And as a Celtics fan, we saw that firsthand <laughs> where if he struggles, he doesn't take it as he's struggling. He takes it as that means I've got to take more shots to stop struggling. <laughs> Yeah, I was just watching a highlight of I forget I think it was like the Nets versus the Hawks maybe but there was a period where Kyrie had I think it was five straight possessions where nobody touched the ball but him he brought it up got a screen got a screen again and then shot it and like the the dude for the video was just talking about like this is what worries me you know like the fact that Kyrie can get this locked in you see Kevin Durant just standing in the corner doing this nobody else is touching the ball and he's just talking about like how that messes players flows up you know especially uh, role players that if they don't touch the ball for five, six possessions, you know, what that does for your mentality. So yeah. I, I agree that bringing Kyrie into these big three makes them like very dangerous, but we'll have to see like what they, what they actually look like, what they're going to become. I think they just, Oh gosh. No, I was just saying, and it looks like they're having like locker room issues too. Well, at least Kyrie is, I mean, it seems like people are saying that him and Kevin Durant aren't really talking or anything. And, He's having issues with Steve Nash. I don't know if I believe that though. Yeah, Kyrie's also the same dude the year they won the championship who didn't talk to his team for a week, what two weeks during the playoffs, in the playoff, in the finals, in the playoff, like just didn't talk yeah. to anybody. And it wasn't like he was like, Not like just being shit. locked in. Like he was like him trying to be locked in or anything like that. They mm-hmm. said he legitimately just wasn't talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like he was just in the building, getting his work and doing everything. Like That's that. the other thing I saw Kyrie say that um, I had a problem with, and I've heard. I think he was trying to echo the same sentiment. You know, LeBron said it after he went to the Heat. He had that whole commercial that echoed um, what Charles Barkley originally said about "I am not a role model." And Kyrie um, was talking about, "Oh, I'm not a role model. I'm not here to be perfect, or I'm not this, this, and that." It just comes off so pretentious. And it's just like no one. First of all, no one's no one's asking you to be perfect. People are just asking you to show up and do your job that you're getting paid millions of dollars to do. Yeah. Like that's that's what the that's what the bottom line is for me at this point with Kyrie. It's like we talk about self awareness. Like the difference between um, James Harden and Kyrie. I feel like James Harden knew exactly what he needed to do to get where he needed to be. Kyrie, I feel like he is his self awareness is just. <laughs> 
completely out of here. And mm. I think he needs to talk to somebody. Yes. Kyrie Ky- Ky- strikes me as someone who is self-aware but doesn't care about the outside perception, which kind of makes you like, depending on how you view self-awareness, it kind of like takes away some of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, is he like, would you say he's like Rodman or Meta World Peace? Like, like where would you put him on the scale? Like, <laughs> For me, like, I've, I just feel like Kyrie is just like, he's comfortable just being like, I don't like to use it, but like, just kind of like an oddball. Like there's probably a better word for it, but he's comfortable Contrary. being like- uh, uh, Yeah, he's like, like he's Kanye comfortable West. being very different and standing out for that reason. Yeah, Kanye West is not, actually and, a very good example. Yeah. Right, and, he, and he's not gonna let people like put him in a certain position because of how they talk about him. But on the same side, like you could say that is a lack of self-awareness because it does affect your teammates. It affects your coaches. It affects the people around you. You know, and, so and, like, and it becomes hypocritical is what is the point I'm right, saying. Right, yeah, yeah. You, you start hypocritical. Yeah. Like, yo, you start, yeah, you start becoming what you said that you, you what you're what you're critiquing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially when he's missing games like that and and you see him, you know, out and about and things like that, just it seems like he's just, it's a lack of care for like the, the rules as as shitty That's as the COVID care. rules it's are. Disres- it's disrespectful. Right. It's yeah. disrespectful was, to someone like Carl Towns who lost seven uh, members to, to COVID. And then he yeah. himself is just, he just got diagnosed with COVID. And yeah. you out here wilding out, missing games. Like people are dying right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you're getting paid again, millions of dollars to put a ball through a hoop. Yo, can I ask you a serious question? What's up? Do you think the worst thing that ever happened in Kyrie Irving's career was hitting that game winner against Golden State? Because it kind of gave him this feeling that he's on that top tier of players and mm. not just a guy who hit a shot. And then mm. going to the Celtics and getting injured and then making it to making it I as think, good as they did. I think it's I think it's more so because he hit that shot, he's mm. got this mindset now that he could be looked at as being, you know, that guy now. And because it's never kind of he feels like he's kind of – he thinks he's Kobe Bryant in the sense that he'd accomplished so much at such a young age. Mm-hmm. He was 22 then, right? Exactly. So he was like, I've accomplished all this at 22. Now I need to flourish and be, you know, have my own platform at this point. Because he realized the very next year when he went to the finals playing with LeBron, he had a bad two first games in the finals. And the only thing people talked about in that finals was the fact that LeBron led everything in every statistical category. Mm-hmm. And it probably ate away at him because everybody was talking about who won that matchup, Durant or, or um, LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he just felt like, you know, I should be in this light too. Like I was, I was just as good as LeBron in that, that space. Mm. That's a good question. Cause it seemed like, to be honest, before that, it seemed like LeBron I don't know, based off of, you know, just what LeBron used to say in interviews and things like that, while he was just kind of talking Kyrie up at this point, where mm-hmm. he was like, you can be an MVP in this league, you know, you could be making these game-winning shots and stuff like that. And when the opportunity came, and obviously LeBron gave him that platform, and he succeeded in it, and I think it kind of just, I don't want to say, like, kind of got his head big, but that's probably the best term I can think of. I agree with you, Mook. And I also think, too, we really, really downplayed how much LeBron factored into that relationship with Kyrie or, like, what LeBron put into that relationship with Kyrie and that maybe Kyrie needs a LeBron, like, and there's only one. 
Mm. You know, in terms so, of like, what do you mean? Like in terms of like leadership or just like yeah, in terms of like not just leadership, but like just LeBron understood what Kyrie needed. Like, yeah. all right, he's not talking to nobody. Whatever, he's not talking to nobody. I know how to massage the relationship with the rest of the team so that when Kyrie comes back, this is, will be will still be able to move forward mm, and also insane. give Kyrie what he needs yeah. to, to make this happen as well. It's like the Phil Jackson method. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about it, LeBron just takes the brunt of everything. So mm. if they don't play well, it's always going to go back to LeBron anyway. Kyrie's had games when he shot six for 21, but, you know, LeBron will deflect it onto himself. Like, I did X, Y, and Z. And he Kyrie just, will have zero assists. Exactly. And LeBron's like, well, we all didn't shoot well. I didn't pass well. I had seven turnovers. I missed free throws. And that's why I think LeBron and AD work so well because AD's in this mindset where it's like it really doesn't bother him with mm-hmm. what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, we might have to change his name to the LeBron cast. Yeah, we keep bringing him up. I see. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does topic, come up a lot. Every I mean, topic, we figure out how to bring it back to LeBron. He, he does come up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but that I was just talking – I just brought up that situation because I was like, maybe that no, was – I brought up LeBron too, so I, yeah. I, I brought him up. So yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, to wrap it all up, I just yeah. think maybe him hitting that shot might have set him into a downward spiral. You, you bring up a good I mean, point. he you said he was 22 when he hit that shot. Like yeah. let's let's be honest, like how does a 20 how do you expect a 22 year old to react to something right. like that, you know? Completely like, agree. How many like, when did he how, win his um when did he win the All-Star MVP? He it? won it before that. He won it like 20. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, he was on his trajectory. His trajectory yeah, was, was wild. Kyrie's yeah. kind of like this. Might be a crazy comparison. Kyrie's kind of like a, a Justin Bieber, where this person had so much success at such a young age, but was constantly like under the microscope and scrutinized. That like later on, he's kind of he's not fucked up, but like later on, he's doing things so differently that he's continuing to be scrutinized. You know? Yeah, or like, bow wow. About, yeah, yeah. There, there's so many people like that. You could, you could, you could go on, right? I think that's yeah. both of us. I'm gonna leave Shad Moss alone. <laughs> you could go on. Protect him at all by his government, bro. Leave Shad alone. I mean, to be honest, that's like the scam right there. You can end up like Justin Bieber or Bow Wow, yeah, (laughs) or somewhere like Chris Brown in between both of them. You be flying, Chris Brown taking a picture of a private jet. You know what I mean? Like, Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just I can't imagine going through something like that at that age. Like myself at 22, I can't imagine how I would react. So. Yo, and it hurt LeBron too when, um, because he said he had to check the transcripts of what Kyrie said when he was just like, "Yo, it's so, it, it's, it feels so good to play with like Kevin Durant or something. Like he's one of the best players that I've ever played with, or something like that." Guy like, to have a guy that can make the shot. shot next to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Yeah. Bro, I know we just talked about we always bring up LeBron, but like respect to him for not just like calling Kyrie out and being like, "Yo, Yo this is like, are you serious, bro?" The podcast now, <laughs> like, like this, like yeah, that was some disrespectful shit. Whether Kyrie intended it or not, like that—that's wild to say that LeBron is not somebody who can hit or at least take those shots. And yeah. since we're here talking about LeBron randomly, um, I just want to point out <laughs> that Uh-oh, yo, so they literally said he's the king of the east he's in the east because it's weak the west is where the competition is he won't do it in the west the dude goes to the west literally a year and a half later yeah. everybody flies to the east bro yeah. what do you want to do everybody's jumping ship bro nobody wants no parts of that bro only Kawhi is in the east now at this point <laughs> in the west yeah i mean the yeah. west 
Yeah. And he's dealing with way off P, 13%. So. <laughs> yo, um, Paul George is another yo, example, yo. bro. And, and that's the thing, yo. And, and Washington, and as we grow up, because we've grown up with LeBron, but now we're mm-hmm. seeing these other stars grow up. And just again, seeing how LeBron did it, I know I keep talking about him. Seeing how LeBron uh, maturated and yeah. what he's gone through and what he's done, and then looking at these other dudes like Paul George and Dwight, like you said, Dwight Howard, and like, like, bro, what is wrong with you, man? Right. Like, come on, man, a little bit. Dwight Howard's trajectory toughness. was crazy yeah. until he went to LA. Mm, yeah, LA, LA messed with him. Yeah, Kobe power... mentally fucked him up, bro. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it... Kobe tried to turn him to his shack, but yeah, Dwight wanted to be. I don't know what Dwight wanted to be, but it definitely wasn't Shaq. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna shout out Savannah. I'm gonna shout out Savannah. I'm gonna shout out Savannah. All right, because she's Uh-oh, been with X. LeBron throughout all of that. So shout out to you, Savannah. Throughout maybe all the there, there's something to having um, a stable home at a stable household um, that can create a, a better environment for an athlete to thrive. Because think about it. I don't know how know. many baby mamas Paul George got, but it ain't helping his shooting Yo. percentage. Think about it. Outside of like LeBron and Steph Curry, who got like solidified households like as superstars at this point? <laughs> you said solidified what? They're Household. Thoughts. They're all thoughts. Damn, the NBA Mook. players are Damn, thoughts. What? Think about it. No, they are. The NBA players are all thoughts. You might think have about it. Nah, nah, I wish I'm with you, thought, bro. No, bro, but you get what he's saying. And Bradley Beal, bro. Like that's the only people <laughs> in the NBA I really know that are. No, there's there's and, certain and before, there's definitely before a certain him it was Grant Hill. <laughs> no, there's definitely a certain um stereotype now that gets put off with ball players, especially yeah. NBA players. Yeah. Like Kawhi, now Kawhi's got a Kawhi's got a kid and a stable wifey, but Kawhi, you don't hear yeah, about it. Yeah, but he got caught in a strip club though. Mm, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi was oh, Kawhi damn, you right, studio, bro. You right. He, he had the new balance hoodie on and everything, bro. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> he couldn't even deny it. I was like, bro, who else would be in a club with Brazen and, and, and a new balance hoodie? Toronto. Who's rocking the Toronto gear? They're like, yo, who's that patron over there holding three cups with three fingers? Yeah, with right, a new ba- right. bro, who else walks into a club with a new balance hoodie? <laughs> like, Yo, he's throwing five tens and fifties with one hand. How's he doing that? Damn. What oh, is hoodie on? Like, bro, we can see you, bro. We know who you are, man. With your doodle braids. Like, we know it's Kawhi. <laughs> also, another thing, since we're talking about Kawhi with braids, can the NBA stop with these braids now? It looks like Yo. Tasha at the end of power when she took her wig off. Yo, Carmelo's braids. Yo, <laughs> Carmelo's braids look real tight, bro. I know that. I know that her. I know what that look. That's tenderheadedness. I remember. Half these dudes mom, can't sleep, bro. Between my mom's legs, getting my hair braided like that, I'm trying to everything. get my hair braided, it hurts, bro. It, hurts. Yo, it looks like <laughs> everything surprises them. <laughs> you start, you start looking like a character in us. You start looking like Lupita in us, bro. <laughs> Yeah, the NBA, I mean, you see B-Dot, the dude on Instagram. I'm like, yo, I'm quite sure his hairline was looking like mine. Now, all of a sudden, he got braids. I'm like, damn, this is shit. I'll be done once I see, like, LeBron walk out here with braids. Then I'm like, all right, yeah, time to shut the league down. It's over. It's done. It's done. LeBron rocking some French braids. I'm like, yo, stop. I'm like, he got lace front braids. Yo. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. 
thing. This is a big, rich town. <laughs> Take it off the wick. <laughs> Yo, I can't with y'all, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I understand. I completely understand why Devin Booker was calling Paul George soft with them braids. Yo, the way Paul George was getting talked to <laughs> by Devin Booker, <laughs> you gonna get talked to like that by a light skinned dude? Yo, he even got eyebrows, bro. <laughs> Yo, there had to be some truth to it the way Paul George responded, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, man. <laughs> That's why he takes it so personally because he's like, oh, he, he might be right. There's like, definitely some truth to it. Devin Booker, I feel like not... I feel like Booker would have pieced him up too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you think Booker's got Booker that? Saying that way too easily. You think Book's got that? I think Book is 100% about that. I think he's about that too. No cap. <laughs> he's, from, he's from Michigan too. Bro, especially, no, it's not even especially that. Especially Paul George? Yeah, yo, I'm, taking, he wasn't, I'm taking Booker. He wasn't even a part of the altercation. Like he came into it and said, yeah, yo. That's how you know you want to smoke, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's been thinking about this all night, yo. He's been thinking about it. <laughs> Trying to get it off. Yeah. This man, Chris Paul. Chris Paul was um in an altercation with him too, right? Earlier. And I think that's why Devin Booker came in later. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Paul will mix up with anybody too. That is true. Except Rondo. He got two piece. That's not fair, yo. Chris Paul got held back. That's not fair. Chris Paul got held back. He didn't get a chance to swing back. Nah, bro. And he, ate, he, ate, he ate both of those. He ate both of those. Yeah, he had no choice. The first one, nah. he didn't even know he got hit. He had Chris to look was like wrong, he, he tried Chris tried to sun him though. My man got Chris you Childs. Need, you're not about to put your hands in my face. Yeah, he, he put that finger too. Like. Yeah, he put that. Yeah, he tried to. He, <laughs> what did Kevin Hart say? He tried to bump, bump him. <laughs> bump, bump. <laughs> that's funny, bro. Oh man! But if that's all you got for the NBA, I can pivot real quick. I got something else. Oh, yeah, um, in in capital news, I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts and what's going on politically, and that they've been finding out that a lot of people who uh, a lot of the people, a lot of the terrorists, a lot of the insurrectionists—that's the word. Uh, who stormed the Capitol are actually off-duty cops. Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? A I, lot I didn't not, see that yet. A I didn't lot of them. did not know that. Yep. A lot of them are off-duty cops. <laughs> That's scary, yo. That is so scary. Yo, these mm-hmm. motherfuckers are wild, bro. Not just that. And then they're also saying that um, over the... Let me find the... Actually, talk about that while I find the next headline. Yo, so... I was looking on TikTok, somebody made like a, um, just like a montage of just like people trying to get on, trying to board planes and to find that they were like on the no flyers list. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was mad funny. Yo, that shit is hilarious. But I like, love to see it. Yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> like, I think the FBI put out something too saying that they were going to like. Yeah, oh, so people who went to the Capitol are on the no flyers list now? Yeah, yeah if they, they, like, oh, they identified you, so yeah, but so they people were saying something that they were geotagging people. Like if you were at, even around Capitol Hill uh, on this day from this time, yo, you're they're stopping you. Wow, they're also like they're tracking so people like that. before it's this other one, but they're also saying that um, on dating apps, girls are turning dudes in. Like on dating, they're finding oh, like yeah, they're they're like <clears throat> girls are sending stuff to the FBI. On dating apps because for dudes are, that were there, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. That'd be a crazy way to talk. That's wild. Yeah. It's, he it's was wild. like, I gotta yeah, shut off FBI, this app like, for a minute. Bro, <laughs> no, like, I, I gotta was... get on this app. If, if they're getting all off of it, then that yeah, means facts, there's a, facts. That's smart. A yeah. ratio is a little. My numbers is going up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's wild. My shooting percentage is going up. <laughs> but then the other one I had was um, it's the quote is uh, no one took it seriously. Uh, black cops warned about racist warned them about racist Capitol Police officers for years. Allegations of racism against the Capitol Police are nothing new. Over 250 black cops have sued the department since 2001. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Wow. So pretty much they was in cahoots hoots. Yeah, I mean, the people that like, as they're finding out people that were involved, you're seeing like some higher up people. Like there have been a couple uh, judges, children that have, were involved there, military members. You know, people that are like, you know, have some have some status in our society that were at this rally or at this riot or were a part of it. And like, as we're finding out the people are involved, like it, it's scary to realize how how planned this was really. Like this was something that was thought out prior to, to that day, well in advance. So, so my, um, me and my mom were watching the news. This was last week, I want to say. So there's a video of one of these, um, these women that was protesting. I don't know what the situation was, but there was also a cop there. And all of a sudden the woman, the uh, other cop punched the woman in her face. Woman started gushing, right? So her daughter was watching like Twitter and stuff and found out it was her mother that had gotten punched. So her, she had no idea that her mother was down the rally. So I'm guessing she flew there or something. Cause I want to say she's from up here or something like that. She was from like, Lexington or something like that and she was like yeah so my mom stopped me from going to a Black Lives Matter uh, rally this summer she was like she refused it's like she was like you don't need to be a part of that these places are dangerous and stuff so then like she tweeted something at her mom so she was like so like you can go to this but I can't go to a Black Lives Rally um, mm. protest she was like noted so like her, I guess yeah. I don't know uh, she was interviewed on the news. I don't know what happened after that. So she talked to the news and she was talking about the whole situation. And she was like how upset she was with her mother and stuff. So I don't know what's going on with them now. But I mean, she came yo, out and pretty much said that. that the, hypocrisy, yo, the, the hypocrisy that you see with like right wing political views right now is out of this world. Like the, the things that people are saying, the things that people are doing is just crazy. Like Mook, that's a perfect example of like, a mom saying to her child, no, you can't go to a BLM uh, protest, but I can go and storm the Capitol building and it's not a big deal. And I'm not going to be worried. Like, I, you know, I can't, I can't rationalize that in my head at all. Like I've thought about this. I can't understand how these people felt comfortable enough to storm the Capitol building and felt safe. And then to take pictures and just be like, Hey, what's up? Like I'm taking the podium. I'm in Nancy Pelosi's office. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, I, I can't understand how they can just feel comfortable and not feel like they're, there's no repercussions for that. There's the, no fact that they, the fact that they can walk out too, and it's just like, it, it's just unreal. But like, it goes back to these point where it's just like, yo, like you see this happening and, and what you just mentioned the around some of these people being off duty cops, it's just like, yo, that brings out like another level of like paranoia. So it's just like, shit, I need to get my gun license to protect myself. Exactly. Yeah. 
always strapped. It's a catch twenty two because then you say, "Officer, I have my license to carry." Exactly. That's a whole nother issue. That's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Officer, I got a concealed weapon in my car. All right, let's see how that goes. But it's right. like, am I like, do I protect myself or do I just get shot in the back? <laughs> uh, sure. Damn if I do, damn if I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's scary, and you know, like the FBI is taking a lot of precautions for the inauguration. I'm pretty sure it's virtual, but like they're still taking precautions around the Capitol. No, uh, no bullshit though. Like, yo, y'all, y'all are like a day late. Like the motherfuckers were there a day yeah. late and a dollar short. <laughs> it's it, this is all reactionary instead of precautionary, yeah, right? Like, like this is yo. stuff that should have been looked at well before it happens. Yeah, no, you right, you, you right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like uh, that shit. Is, the bottom line is it's being is let it, it is being let happen. It is yeah, they're letting it happen. Right, they're letting it happen. Whoever's up top because they're part of it. They're part of the. They're part of that white terrorist movement. Exactly. So. Whew. In other words, um, man, yo, shout out to Jesus Shuttlesworth just popping up under everybody's pictures, yo. Everybody, every everybody's pictures, yo. Like yo, it. Yo, hold on, Aga, you gotta edit this out. <laughs> we not we not about to do this on this podcast right now, bro. yo. Not yo, about to do like this. A dog like laying marking his territory, bro. Like leave a hydrant alone, bro. Like let a hydrant be. Leave a tree alone. Like let somebody else. This man no. is like the monopoly of like. Not that every... I'm not that I'm comparing women to hydrants. I would never objectify women. We love women. They're all queens, especially black women. This man, <laughs> I never seen somebody like or befriend so many Instagram influencers like ever. Oh, that's a dope sweatshirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just keep that. Some woman told me the other day. She was like, "That's a cute baby on your sweatshirt." <laughs> yeah, that's my son. That's my son, actually. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it said I wish it said ready to die on the cover too just so for, to... the, for the audiences you cannot see Mook he's rocking a biggie a biggie sweatshirt sky's, the, sky's the, limit. the limit did he start the trend of babies on uh, albums nah the thing did remember the naked baby cause somebody used it oh Nirvana yeah Nirvana. Nirvana speaking of every like SoundCloud I don't want to say SoundCloud rap cause I don't listen to SoundCloud a lot of the people coming out now that like emo rap i don't even know to categorize it as but like recipes juice world like him yeah like they sound a lot like uh kurt cobain a lot like kurt cobain like they totally jacking his swag and recipes kurt cobain but i just and, was thinking about juice that world <laughs> i said that first oh okay right, i hear you my bad but I, you know i really am not a fan of his music though I well i mean it's hard on my ears i feel like been- an old man i feel like an old man saying that his his label's being sued or something. Yeah, because or... all he did, or <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I thought that one of the one of his main songs is definitely ripping off a Sting song, like word for word. And, Ooh, just and like yeah, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. word for word, like <clears throat> bar for bar, yeah. word for word, bar for bar. Drake, <laughs> oh shit, that's kissing through the phone. <laughs> he all said the wrong song too. <laughs> Oh shit, that's kissing through the phone. <laughs> he said, I said, tell me. <laughs> oh, Big Draco. Big Draco. He said, but you stole your nickname from Drake too. He said, nah, man, my name is Draymond Cortez. Draco. He said, oh. Tiger. He said, Tiger. He said, you mean the dude that's hiding the world from the kid, the kid from the world? Drake? Aubrey? 
I think that's still my favorite. That's still my favorite interview of all time. It's a legendary interview, bro. That's legendary. That and Kanye West's interview. Oh, Birdman's interview too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all finish, y'all done. Yeah. Put some respect on my name. He was about to cry too. He was holding it in. I was like holding them players. Pull up on Rick Ross like that. (laughs) He said that was like. Oh man, sorry, sorry to the audience. We are reminiscing through famous uh, interviews Breakfast in the culture. Club moments. Breakfast Club moments. Gucci's interview when he man. scared the hell out of everybody on the show and told Angela <laughs> and blew up Angela Angela Yee's spot, saying that she went to his hotel room trying to get some. Wow. <laughs> wow. He was like, "Now, why would you ask that?" And <laughs> she was like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I, uh, And then Finn knew what was going on. He was like, "I remember the first time I met him. So I went ask him again." You know what's funny about the that, moon? Because when one of them is catching it from like someone that they're interviewing, the rest of them are silent and they all smirking like, "Damn." Now, nah, but that was the only time I've ever seen Charlemagne like defend Angela because, like, yo, Gucci's like this was like pre-jail Gucci, like. Yeah. Same, like on a diet Gucci and everything like yeah. that. That was still like oh the Dame Dash one too. There was a Dame Dash interview where Dame Dash went um after Envy and Envy got tight and they were all just Charlamagne was just sitting there smirking like yo this shit is Envy actually beefs with mad people like he beefed yeah. with Jesus and Mero. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he got yeah. beef with Rory from Joe Budden's podcast. Like he he got beef with a few people. Maybe that's what we should do our next uh like uh our top next top five on. Just uh, TV personalities, TV and radio personalities. What about uh, Kodak Black's Breakfast Club when he had the, uh, the mask, mask on? on. Yeah. And they had everybody with the mask on. Yeah, this kid. Yeah. Honestly, they actually, I hope so. shout out to them because they actually handled that uh, interview very well because he came in and Charlamagne was like, he kind of gave like Envy that look like this shit is bizarre, but mm. the nigga's head, so we're going to have to roll with it. <laughs> what did he? You ever say why he did that? Was it because he's uh social anxiety or something? Like he didn't want to get on the camera or something was like that? Was it still pending cases? I don't know. That, that, nigga's, that nigga's locked up. I don't know. <laughs> nah, I think I think that's what it was, Rain. I think it was something with social yeah. anxiety. Actually, speaking of locked up, isn't uh Bobby Schmurder about to come out soon? Yeah. Another, Another year. Another year? No. Nobody got out this year. No way. Rowdy, Re- Rowdy Rebel got out this year. Yeah, but I thought Bobby was on his way out too. No, he I took. Thought, no, yeah. He's he's eligible next month for February. I just, yeah, I thought not, it was they're February. Gonna they're gonna deny that. They better not so? deny it. Yep. Yeah, so he has too many fights in jail, bro. Granted, because he's him, like he has to. Damn. That's why they denied his parole the first time because he got in a fight. Because he was supposed to be out in December, right? He could. Yeah. He was up for parole. Yes. He could be out February twenty third. Did he get a Rico? Did he catch? He didn't catch a Rico, right? He nah, didn't snitch. No, he, he could have been out if he would have snitched. Rowdy would have got fourteen. So he wasn't. That they both took seven. He didn't he do anything. But he took a plea deal, so he was. He's technically no, he convicted. Didn't. He didn't say anything. He didn't take he, anything. He got. He got charged for obstruction. So this motherfucker's just been waiting in jail for seven years. Yep. Stand up. That's what you. That's what you do. Yeah, this man. Rowdy that's different. Hey, listen. Hey, that's listen. that's that's what that's oh. when you're from the streets, and when I wouldn't know. The streets. I'm not streets. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Like glasses on. Yeah. I ain't from the streets. I ain't a street dude, but apparently I went to Catholic school. I'm good. You're supposed to stand up for your mans, right? You're not supposed to pull the Takashi. Listen, don't pull the Takashi. Hey, listen, I'm telling y'all. Hey. Motherfucker say, yo, you doing a 20 year bid? I said, hold on. I'm a good kid. Yeah. That motherfucker was right there at 11.01 and 38 <laughs> seconds. Look at the camera. 
Listen, I'm claustrophobic. I ain't doing no fucking time for nobody. Hey, no bullshit. Until people face a RICO case, they won't know what it's like when they actually put those charges in front of you. Mm Because people don't understand, when you hit a RICO case, that is everything this organization has ever done, you are charged with. Even if you weren't even there. You could have been been California and all this stuff happened in New York. If they pin you a part of this RICO case, Everything. So that's you could be looking at took down the mob. Listen, I'm a good, yeah, I'm a good Samaritan. Listen, I'm a civilian, not a thug. <laughs> Shout out Bobby for being real. <laughs> yeah, well, for real. But once Bobby's hey, out, bro, you, that you think he, you think he's gonna make some noise? I mean, shit, Takashi out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's not making no noise. He got Hulu what? specials. So Tekashi, you see that? Yo, he see, got Hulu uh, specials. He got that Hulu bread. That's yeah, not his money. That's not his money. Is that not his deal? No, I haven't seen it. It's a documentary. So on they the made trial. it. Oh yeah. Okay, crazy. I didn't. I didn't know if that was if that was his. Somebody else. He's smart. He would. He's gonna get something from that, right? Oh, he has to. No, unless it's in a three sixty. No. You think R. Kelly got? You think R. Kelly got money from the documentary that made him go to jail? Probably. That falls under. It falls under um like investigative journalism or something like that. Okay. Okay. Like it's a yeah, I think it's like you don't think he's making any bread. Takashi, he's making yeah. minimal bread, and if he's making bread, he's not making a profit for how much it costs to to have him move around. Yeah, bro, he made no music since he's been out, and the music that he put out sucked and didn't sell. Trash. Didn't sell. I'm not gonna lie, outside of like his first few songs, I never really liked Takashi to begin with. Honestly, I, didn't I never liked Takashi to begin with. Begin that with it's trash from the beginning. Yeah, he was garbage. Yeah, it was catchy. It was catchy. It wasn't catchy. It, was, it, was it wasn't chasing. Bro. You're telling me Gummo wasn't hot? No, no. The first, the Actually, first no. two lines are the first no, two lines I, listen, are. Pop a listen. nigga like a willy nigga. You a silly nigga? Yes. Nah, nah, yes. Nah. That's I it. Like the song. I ain't gonna lie. I like the song that he had with Nicki though. That shit went nah, hard. That was that was that. Nah, the one. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's it. All right. He said like two things I like, but like that's it. We're gonna look up some. I can't stand for what he is. He's trying to pull all these people's cards. Yo. I can't believe he's still out here and other Top people. Top five Takashi bars. George Zimmerman's oh, still running shit. out here. Yeah, what about Swerving? Facts. Swerving was solid. Swerving was chips. Swerving. That song. Oh, okay. yeah, with yeah, yeah, with yeah. Uh, what's his I name? hate that song. With uh, yeah. Boogie. I hate yeah. a Boogie too. Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. A Boogie. Um, that wasn't a diss to you or any of your people. Um, a Boogie, a Boogie. He's one of them real ones. So is he about that life, D? Yeah, he's he about that life. About that that Tell me is he? Like How do you know that? How oh, do you know shit. that? He's behind D? you, D. He's behind you. <laughs> what, what's your evidence? Allegedly. You know that? Allegedly. Allegedly? What? Allegedly. It's from what's a, the alleged report? You mean you just not want to mess around with? You don't mess around with him? What about Lil Pump? Is Lil Pump about that life? Nah, I'll put I'll fold Lil Pump like some clean laundry. See, Lil Pump is that he's a he's a cloud chaser because his ass hundred percent. He was he was Yo. promoting that whole Trump thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, what about uh get the strap? That song was terrible. That song was terrible. You don't like that? Songs, bro. Get the strap. Bleh, bleh. Oh yeah, I heard get the that strap. Shit. I don't like that. <laughs> that new 50 cent song though with Anna Lee Chopper, that goes. What about yeah. stupid? Move. Bobby Schmurder. They got Bobby to record in jail. Yeah, how is he doing that, bro? No, that's Kodak's doing the same thing. Is Cody doing that too? He put out music. He was doing it. And Lil Wayne. Our jailing system is so crazy. Lil Wayne just need that fast money. That's why he sold them uh 
them catalogs were so low. Helps yeah. with his lean addiction. He had to get him out of tax trouble. Bobby bitch cheap. is my shit. Bobby bitch. Bobby. <laughs> oh, what's you ain't no. What's Chief Keith doing right now? Chief Keith is staying out of trouble. Is he? Staying away from a little dirt. He's holding it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, a boogie's from Highbridge. Um, Highbridge. The, the people over there are, are very nice well, people. Easy. But easy. Just don't want to be caught easy. over there. Just don't want to be caught over there at nighttime. You know, just don't be caught over there lacking. We call it lack. Yeah, man. But unless uh, anybody's got anything else, I think we can call it. Yo, do you see how many people's birthday it is today? Yeah, today. What? Today is um today's Ed's birthday. Got a lot of birthdays today. Oh, great! You... Eddie. Edgar got cut that out. I'm more afraid of him than high. I'm more afraid of him than the high bridge. I'm more afraid of him than high bridge than a boogie. Than, yo, Edgar, cut that yo. one out. He'll yo. pull my car yo. real quick. Yeah, he know where you live, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead and scratch that name out. Yo, that shit is funny. But <laughs> it's also set me up. He set me up. <laughs> That was gonna be the yeah, last. Ali. That was gonna be the last person I said his birthday today. But I was whose birthday is it? Muhammad Ali, Dwayne Wade, uh, Michelle Obama, and Betty oh, White. Yeah. Mm. Yo, did y'all see that trailer for uh, One Night in Miami? That's yo, I, I, yo, I need to watch that tonight too. Yo, it's good. Is that out already? It's uh, oh, it's on Prime. Yeah, it's on Prime. So yo, I swear to God, I'm about to smack the shit out. Yo, of you know what you need to watch though? That that uh, that movie on Netflix. Uh, Anthony Lupin. Lupin uh, or whatever. Lupin. Lupin. What's it called? Lupin. It's Lupin? in French though, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah, but you know they have the the um American voiceovers. But that's a really good show. We just I, I binge watched that the other night. He's like a certified con man, right? He like yeah. trick of all trades. Like it's good. It's really good. From and what I saw, the trailer looks like every episode is like another. You know how the Dark Knight opens with the Joker pulls a heist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like everything goes perfectly like somehow he pulls out into a row of buses no but it's, yeah. but it's, it's like it's like a lot of that it, in the show but you but you have to watch it though i i, I no no I that stuff is it. cool but like yeah. sometimes you gotta like shut your wait but off. isn't that the point of the joke like if we're talking batman like that's just joker's intelligence was like he timed that shit perfectly that's oh, not exactly. crazy no, I'm, thing. I'm, it's it's yeah. the joker's thing but i'm also saying like if you just look at it it's yeah. it's pretty stupid it is stupid. Uh, to think that everything smart. that yeah. everything works out at that everything it's a convenient it's a it's yeah. a plan of yeah. convenience not a plan D, of to, strategy to D's point it's like a sport like spoiler alert but not really but it's just like you know he is the master of like disguise and it's just like the nigga looked the same <laughs> like, what are you talking about yo like no nah, that's not him and it's like his face is like this and then like they'll show a picture and he's like it's just like nah that's the same dude what are you talking about um the other thing that i watched on netflix that was good was the anthony mackie movie um out of the line i think out of line or out of the line um it's a good it was good i thought it was gonna be eh, because it's on netflix because most netflix stuff is eh. but i i thoroughly enjoyed myself it's an action shoot em up movie the dude that's the dude from snowfall right or the dude for snowfalls in that oh that's him i was trying to forget he got a little denzel in him yeah, he does, and he sounds like he sounds, sounds like, like he sounds like the dude. He sounds like yeah. he sounds like the character that he played in Snowfall too. I'm like, damn, you only got one, you only got one American accent. But oh, is he British? Yeah, he is. Well, that that then because you know why? Because that's probably who they focus on or or watch. Yeah. Um, for to pick up on an accent. Yeah. 
Did y'all hear um, Netflix is supposed to be releasing a new series movie every week? Every week? Yep. Yeah. The movie every yeah. week. Damn. And HBO Max is doing same day releases. So whenever movies release in theaters, they're doing same day releases on the thing. So that Denzel Washington movie is about to come out with him and Jared Leto. Oh, yes. That movie looks tight. Yo. Ooh, what is that called? I saw a trailer for that. Oh. Uh, True Little Lie or Little Things or little, it's the little yeah, thing. Yeah. It's Some, a little thing, something like that. Yo, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. That, that trailer was crazy. like so many stuff that that has like little lies or burning little things, and I don't know that, that those trio of words get thrown around a lot for titles. Yeah. Bro, I saw the the movie theater in Revere, like the big movie theater out here. The I think it's like the Lux Cinema or something closed down. Yeah, yeah. I peeped that right yeah. off of um Route One. Off route y'all one, see yep. y'all yep. see the uh, Regal and Fenway. They completely bulldozed that. Are they really? done with it? Wait, really? really? Yeah. Get the fuck they, they out of here. The garage, when was yeah. this? When was this? I think they might have they might have one half of the uh they might have like a little bit of it left, but they took out the big auditorium and they took mm-hmm. out the garage. Yo, the time I drove uh, to Fenway like a week week or two ago, I seen that. Those are about to be um, wow. those about to be luxury apartments. Yep, about to be high rises. Yep. Yeah, they're trying to make, that, <laughs> they're trying to make that a little Times Square right there. It's completely yeah. different. I was trying to tell, I was trying to tell somebody so wild. from 2000 when I started at Wheelock in 2012 to the time we graduated, it just completely transformed like the whole Fenway mm-hmm. area. Because mm-hmm. all we had when I started, Kareem, when you came, all we had was that landmark building. And I think for the most mm-hmm. part, when you were there, it was under construction. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it was like, all construction. We, once we graduated, it was just like there were you had the target, you had mm-hmm. all these new things. Bro, I was there, they had the when I was there, they had the Best Buy was still open. Yep. And, it was the Best uh, Buy over there. And there was a, a Burger King right yep. right down the street. The Burger too. King. And then they completely knocked that knocked shit out. Knocked all that down. And That's just wild, turned it yeah. into uh it was like a vacant lot forever. And then they even the even the river going, going through, they had to yeah, control the that. current. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. I remember they were doing construction. Now it's just like um, it's a little like man-made pond or something like that now. Yeah. But like I remember they were doing construction that whole year I was there, like just working on shit, and I had no idea the what worst. they were doing. Oh man, I hated that construction. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> I remember like we we would go to like the Chipotle right up there, and like there was the uh, <laughs> yo, what, what was yo, what's that? What's that um, that bar club um, yard house? Bar, oh, Cas- no, Caskins, Caskins, Caskins. Caskins. <laughs> yeah, it's the spot. Yo, Rashawn, got his jersey hanging up in Caskins, bro. His jersey is up in the rafters in Caskins. Let me tell you that much. Let me tell you what Rashawn used to do in Caskets. Don't ever mention that on it. Edgar, we're going to need you to edit that out too. <laughs> Yo, Caskin and flagging, bro. We frequented that spot, huh? Yo, it was so crazy because when you think about it, how long do you think that walk is from, from Wheelock, like the main campus, to Caskins? Five minutes. It's like a five minute walk, right? Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say 10, 10 five minutes. Yeah. 10, five, five to 10 minutes, right? But yeah, in the when, time, it used to, <laughs> when it used to get cold out, though, <laughs> wasn't that shit a bitch? Yeah, bro, because it's a wind tunnel. True. It's a wind tunnel, too. Yeah. Even walking to Shaw's, it was just like. And then walking there'd be a line out to the work. side. You have to sit. But, like, I feel like y'all always knew somebody at, at the door. But Yeah, that's Rashawn, man. Rashawn just knows everybody in Boston, bro. Stop it. He got the Kinesis. So, nice. so Cassius <laughs> is Shizzy's. No, so Cassius is Shizzy's. And then, and then uh, White Horse is D's. That's oh, okay, y'all two yeah, just claim that yeah, shit. Fair, fair, fair. We can do right. that. 
because D, you didn't, you didn't know it, but D had the username and the password to Boston tonight. He didn't tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> you be posting those videos. Yo, yeah, I, that's my bur- is that my burner yeah. account? Shit? <laughs> <laughs> posting shit. <laughs> oh man, dude. Oh man, when the when them allegations came out around the dude getting the speaker dropped on him, D was like, you know what? I need to move on. <laughs> Yeah, D bad. could show up there tomorrow night and still get a warm welcome <laughs> ovation, bro. D, he D runs that shit. Bottle of service and everything. Bottle right service. <laughs> D could show up to that shit right now and it's probably boarded up and there'd be a bouncer out there like, yo, what's good, bro? You trying to go in? <laughs> uh, that was my spot, man. Cutting a line. There's nothing better than cutting a line. I'm not going to lie. Even yeah. though it's even though it was dingy white horse, like I, even though it was even like, if there was nobody in the gutter, line, he was still like, cutting the line. No yeah. Even like, though it was a dirty dive bar, like it's still fun cutting the line. Nah, bro. it was honestly. Yeah, it's always good to get five drinks for like twenty bucks. <laughs> it was always that same white dude, bro, who looked like he was struggling to make ends meet. Shout out to that dude, man, because he was definitely hooking us up at the yeah, bar. Yeah, that's my guy, bro. I'm not gonna let you slander him right now in his services. Yo, he did a lot man, for us in his yo, days. That man looked like he was struggling. Hey, <laughs> You just gotta find the people that want to talk sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. That man was I mean, like, yo, I want to be Gary's the... best friend. He said, I hey. want to be D's best friend. I'm just a nice guy. That's D, it. You, yeah, you're the yeah. king of that, D. You know who yeah. to talk to. to yeah, you really do. <laughs> no doubt about do. that. No doubt. They love D that. That motherfucker. I feel like where, wherever we went, D would find somebody to start talking to and just be in this conversation. I'd look around and be like, yo, who? Like, he know that guy? Like, nah, <laughs> he just met him. Is he, he just talked to him. Yeah. Man. White horse and golden monkeys, huh? Oh, what? <laughs> golden monkeys, nine percent beer. I don't even. Oh, it, they, that's what they what used to is. give. They used to give us the nine percents, and that used to make us have a fun night. I used to. I'll say this though. I thought that I was still in drinking shape. I think this might have been like a year and a half ago. I was like, I'm gonna buy me some golden monkeys. I had one and a half of them things. I kid you not. The next day. <laughs> I was done mm-hmm. for the count, bro. I did not want to see. I did not want to see any alcohol, any wine. I was like, "Yo, yeah, I made 9. a promise." Six percent. It's. I made it's a promise legit. to God. I made a promise to God that I would not drink anymore. And it. It. Two of them will have you faded. Two. Yo, speaking yeah. of that, when's the last time you've really drank? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I really drank. Oh, you didn't even really drink. <laughs> nah, chill out. He didn't even really drink. He had oh, he had a mimosa and a half, and then was <laughs> doing the one eye trying to text him. Honestly, text honestly, honestly, honestly though, this COVID, this COVID shit, and I know I don't know about y'all. This whole situation fucked me up. It fucked up. Yeah, I stopped. I, I really I just stopped like, drinking. I stopped drinking. Yeah, because I'm just like I don't know what to drink now, and like I'm trying to drink stuff. I'm trying to have a good time, and it's just like. Three sips in, I'm already feeling good. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, That's why Massachusetts yeah. has other, has passed in other laws and that's made stuff, you know, recreational and fun. So I've heard people have been doing that over, uh, People have been doing that over quarantine. Yo, that's got to be a whole conversation. I'm, I'm interested to have that conversation. Well, shit, we got time. <laughs> the, 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 in, the interest in that, the... The fascination with it, because wait a minute, hold on a second. Are we talking? Oh, right it's not like, like it's not like you're being cornered right now. Not playing. I'm what, talking, we talking about weed. Oh, okay. Like we talking somewhere else. Real nah, quick. I'm talking about like I'm talking about weed. I'm talking about edibles. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. What 
if I'm gonna put you on the spot, D, what's what what is your um get them ring? Your your kind of like why do why do you why do you use it? I guess it's simple. Simple. No, Reem, Reem, ask the real question. Hit him in the fucking throat. You're being you're being a reporter right now. We all boys. I got your back. Wait. First of all. Question. First of all, it's not confirmed whether I do or don't use it. First okay. This is true. This is true. This is a hypothetical, right? This, this is, is a hypothetical. complete hypothetical question. Yes, a hypothetical. If I was a person, 27 years old, who was living in. Boston, the greater Boston area. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure, sure. Who may be indulging in marijuana. Right. THC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, cannabis, some say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I could see how a person, that person, um, will find it just more relaxing than drinking. It's like, like just less of a toll than drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and Definitely, I definitely understand how it could be looked at as like, yo, he's self-medicating. I definitely agree with that. But I think it's one of the safer ways to self-medicate. I can agree with the line of thinking that it's one of the safer ways, safer ways to self-medicate. Um, I, I can see that. What are you trying to get at, Rashawn? Bring it on. I'm here. You're oh, right. Said, we got a correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Rashawn checking in. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what question were you trying to ask? No, I can, I can see that. I, I just... Speaking from, you know, my personal experiences, I feel like I had to map out my day or like I didn't have that. I, if, if I'm going to do an edible or if I'm going to smoke weed, I, my whole day has to be free because I can't do anything after that because I feel <laughs> like, no, seriously, it's all jokes aside because I just don't understand how people operate with like, you know, taking an edible or smoking weed and just going into doing things. Maybe it's just, I feel like I got a lot of shit that I'm thinking about constantly man it's a lot there's a lot of chemicals in your brain bro yeah like like a lot of chemicals are being like every individual and Kareem probably can speak to this more because he's got the degree but um the shit there's chemical imbalances that go on so for 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 me I honestly feel like whatever I'm getting from that is helping my chemical balance to the point where I'm cooling other people I completely understand how they get paranoid or they tweak out yeah, because we understand that. But to me, to me, honestly, I understand that and I respect yeah. it. But to me, if I get to that point, it's like a mind over matter type thing for me. Got you. Got so you. it's like, all right, mm-hmm. I recognize this is happening. I know this is happening. I know what happens at the end of this. I know yeah. I'm not going any like I'm going to be here still. Yeah. So most of the times, if I ever get to that point where I'm, it's like, all right, I'm just going to go to sleep. Right. And for me, that's like when I'm, mm-hmm. if, I, if we got like in a social event or something like, okay, I'm going to have something to drink because that will calm my nerves down. Whereas yeah. when I smoke weed, it's just like, why, and I'm, I'm sitting there like, why the fuck am I thinking about this right now? Like, why, <laughs> yeah. why, why is this, this was never a thought in my head, but now it's here and I can't shake this shit off. And See, now I, I like that. Do X, Y, and Z. I like that. I like being like, stuck that, in those. In that's those. like a, that's a mood you look for, D? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like an inter. To me, it's like an interstellar. Like I'm trying to navigate this other dimension, and it's like I don't like it here because it doesn't really make sense to me, and I don't know why I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. Yeah. Sound crazy, but no, I, I get what you're saying. I guess that's the big thing is that it, it's used for so many different reasons. Like there are people that just use it just because. There are people that use it to calm anxiety. People that use it to sleep. People that use it for whatever reason. So I guess that you know, like. I would like, definitely I can, say I, I fall understand. under the calm anxiety side. 
Right, right. I definitely would say I fall under that. Not like even when I'm not on it, I'm not. I'm outwardly not a calm or anxious person, but I think inside, I'm my mind's racing, mm. and like the so stuff that's sl- trying to that catch would slow up. Slows down your it slows. It slows it down. Yeah, okay. it slows me down. Hmm. It slows me down, and and and, and also, it's crazy. And I shit, I'll get real, real with y'all. So it's it's really fucked up to me because I've taken other like pre- prescribed medication by doctors. Mm-hmm. Like um, like Adderall or, or Vyvanse, which I believe, mm. for me, messed my system up way more than yeah. um, marijuana. I believe that. Honestly. I definitely believe like, that. In terms of messing with my appetite, messing with my sleep schedule, messing with my mood swings, yep. and, and which all then outwardly affects my relationships with people, mm. and then puts me into a depression, and then I had to take antidepressants mm. to offset the effect of that. And then it, again, affecting my diet, then it affects my weight. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. then it's like, yo, I'm dealing with all of that just because a doctor decided to prescribe this pill because it was sold to them or told told that they needed to sell it at a certain price. And so the pharmaceutical company pushes that. And, and that's so what they crazy. shove bodies. It's and so that's crazy. Even, even worse, like I put pills and alcohol to me are way worse than drinking. I mean, right. way worse than smoking. Smoking yeah. weed. Yeah. Pills and alcohol, yeah. way worse. And that's that's the crazy thing, D, because you just mentioned too, like even with Adderall and Vyvanse, like it puts you in a certain mood. So now you got to go back to that same person who prescribes you that for a certain um, situation. Now you got to go back for like, you know, an antidepressant or, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a constant thing. It's like a constant mm-hmm. cycle. And it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we we, we obviously know yeah. that like th- th- this is a billion dollar business and they, they, they know what they're doing in a sense, which is why it's, it's, it's so hard to regulate. OK, this is we we in a lot of ways, people think we cures like, you know, the aches and all types of stuff. You know what I mean? The way yeah, you use it and stuff. And stuff you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just I, like, yeah, I think my like personally from from working with people that like uh, use marijuana to ease their anxiety and people that use medication prescribed by doctors to ease their anxiety, I'm much more comfortable typically with somebody using marijuana because of the, like you said, the side effects that come with medications like that. And it's like, it's it's scary to see. I mean, like, I think with all of them, my worry is like the, the addictiveness of it. People will kind of argue whether THC and marijuana is addictive or not. But I think like when you look at medication versus marijuana like the the worry for me is like the addictiveness of it and like whether it's a physical need or a a psychological dependence on it like that's where where my worry becomes if it's like I see the people that use it to sleep and it's like oh I have to I have to have this edible or I have to use this to be able to sleep otherwise I, I can't sleep and like that that that's where I become worried about it is if like mm-hmm. if you're mentally telling yourself I can't sleep without this then you're gonna start to believe that and then it starts to become you know my sleep is completely out of whack if I'm not doing this or if I'm not yeah routine. I mean there's there's a little bit of that there's certainly a little bit of that but again it's way safer for me to say I need to take this edible than I need to take this sleeping pill Mm. right yeah this, yeah then i need yeah. to take this ambient or i need to take this viking and i need to take this yeah no i need to take I, this I would say a majority of medications concern me like i I, yeah. I hate to see how many especially young kids i work with i hate to see how many young kids are prescribed and like, those those pills are sleeping a thousand medications times and, more um a thousand times more addictive than we 100 percent. yeah like the i like i have 10 year old kids Oxy. on concerta and ritalin and things like that and it's just like 
it, it, it's scary to see that, you know? So like mm. that, that stuff definitely freaks me out, but I can understand where somebody would choose to use marijuana because it, you know, it, it helps them in a way that's more, I don't know, controllable or it, it, it just has a different view for them. I yeah, know. man, I got, I, I was diagnosed with ADHD in my junior year of high school. Mm. Um, and so from that, then I went on my journey about researching <laughs> and finding out about the, all this stuff. And then I told you how that led to the Adderall and the different pills and the depression and the, the antidepressants and just like really just being in a dark place in a dark, in a dark spot. I'm not saying marijuana is the fucking fix all, all the end all be all or the fix it, the, the Joe fix it, you know, but it's for an alternative for me. Um, I would much rather smoke than drink or take any other vices um, because of, yeah, like I said, the, the lower side, the lower impact on the side effects. Right. And um, it's crazy. Just like we talk about the business, just the business behind alcohol and just how dangerous alcohol is. Like how many right. times have we seen people almost die? Like are people get seriously wounded or injured because of alcohol or just right. alcohol being in effect? Like being alcohol, under the influence. alcohol, nicotine, like those things yeah. are so commonly advertised. And then yeah. you look at something like marijuana that is it's getting more acceptable, but it's still very much at a point where it's like, oh, like, oh, you smoke or you eat edibles? Like, there's still mm-hmm. that stigma uh, about uh, yeah, it. Yeah, and the stigma, and if you do the, the research and the history, yeah, it like it's fascinating thing. because yeah. it was it was done in the 20s, I believe so, and someone's going to have to fact check me, but I haven't done my research before because this is a spontaneous topic, but um, I believe in the 20s, it was like uh, marijuana madness or something that a police op- a police department came up with so that the police department could make more money mm. could get more money and get more money from the people they wanted more money they're like okay we can make this marijuana madness they framed it over do you want all, do you want the mexicans and colors to be smoking all day and coming after you they get this marijuana craziness and then they come after you so then you got a negative stigma branded to it because of because of what uh this police department was trying to do to make money and then from that it just kind of took off and it's like oh marijuana is bad it's funny it's funny how history has a way of repeating itself because you talk about the 20s but then you think about the 80s and like the crack epidemic and like how when you really start to like strip away like the 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 um like what was taking place it was just like the crack epidemic and crack in general and the money that drug dealers were making on the streets was being funneled into this big network of funding a civil war in central america you know what I mean? So it's just, it's crazy how, I don't know, it's just, it's just crazy how all of that stuff is, is like connected. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, like we kind of touched on with the whole medicine, medication system, the pharmaceuticals, you know, all of that stuff. It, it, like to me, again, speaking from people that like, I, I work with people that take medications on a daily basis like that. It's scary to me to see kind of how that stuff affects people, you know, and to understand the kind of, one of the things, the hoops that Even, people have to go through to get those medications, but then also what happens once they start taking them for an extended period of time, you know, the dependence that occurs, the need to add additional medications because additional side effects happen years after you've been taking something for so long, you know, your tolerance increases or this happens or this, ha- like, it, like to see all that stuff and realize what people have to deal with, like, this is the stuff that people don't doctors aren't explaining this to patients when they're prescribing this medication like oh this could affect you this way months or years down the line and that's what i see a lot in, in people that i work with but it's just crazy too because uh, like they're, they're doing the same shit with like these commercials and stuff on like different prescriptions and stuff and like 
within the same breath. It looks like a really great commercial, but when you slow down the side effects, it's like, damn, we, we on page fucking Worst. 12. Yeah, you see a long-ass list of these, like, side effects, side effects of this and, and potentially fatality. Yeah. But, right, you know, uh, suicidal just, thoughts of depression, right. of anxiety, of exactly. diarrhea, of like, yeah, and they just breeze like, right through it, you know? Exactly. Even, even, um, dude, even the way caffeine affects people, bro. Like if you see yeah. the way caffeine, caffeine's a drug, you know, caffeine. the way some people be like, "Oh, I haven't had my morning coffee yet." It's like, yeah, I know. Like, right. go get it now. Go get that coffee, please, for all of our <laughs> sakes. But like, it's like if I, if someone, I don't know, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but again, my alleged friend who likes to smoke, um, if he misses a day smoking, it's not like he has to tear up the world. Mm. You know? I know some people that smoke, and if they don't smoke, they. They yeah. will tear up the world, <laughs> but but again, it's, it's a, a le- it's a legitimate. Uh, it depends like, on what they smoke and how they smoke it. Because if you're smoking blunts yeah. and or you're smoking um, uh, spliffs, yeah. that's tobacco. So mm. you're not just smoking weed. That's not organic, but so it's the nicotine. Yeah, it's the nicotine. Yeah. It's the tobacco in it. Like you yeah. know, so it depends. It really depends on how you intake. In the papers and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, it's crazy because yeah, Boston's got that the dispensary not too. To, you know? Not to discount what you're saying, Mook. I 100% agree with you. But that goes to what Kareem was saying, was that I think it's, it's, it's a psychological. People have psych, um, Psycholo- yeah, addictive Psych- personalities, yeah. Yeah. addictive tendencies. But that's what it is. It's, what, it's, yeah, it's there's a there's a physical dependence and there's a psychological dependence, you know. Yeah. And then there's yeah. and then there's cross between the two. Well, and I mean, I think being in Massachusetts. It, it and gives people a unique Am- shout out to Amherst, Massachusetts. It gives me a extremely unique perspective. Right, perspective. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think coming out know, of Amherst, the four one three. Shout out. Like I, I remember hearing all the news about the dispensaries that were coming out. The one in Brookline, and then there I can't remember where the other one is. A little bit outside. We got three of now in Brockton. There's, there's one, uh, one of them is black. Owned. One of there's only one that's black owned in Yeah, it's right by it's right by Grove Hall. It's right yeah, there. Right, in, right. Um, of course, okay. in Grove Hall, Dorchester. I want to put one in Grove Hall to be honest. <laughs> it's been it's been shot. It's been robbed. I feel like um there's been reports about it being robbed a couple times. I won't comment on that because I don't know, but possibly. <laughs> Shit was a part of it. Especially, we got. I just realized we got another one up here in Malden now. There's one right down oh, the street from from Squire? Uh, what? from um the LA Fitness. But also, but also to stop, talk about Shane, stop stop. <laughs> Yeah, Kareem skipped over that one real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, shit. He's like, fuck you, shit. No, but also, like, with Big Pharma um, and just the business behind, like, that's also why there's the negative stigma for weed, too, because mm-hmm. they don't want people to look at it as a legitimate alternative to all the yeah. medicines that they're pushing and peddling. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the, the Big Pharma cartel, the American pharmaceutical cartel is what I like to call them. But these they, they, really, yeah. they really are gangsters, yo. They catch, they, they yeah, they control the, they control the yeah. narrative. <laughs> yeah. So well, I, I feel like, like the medical marijuana has has diversified so much, where you have these strains and there's education on like this strain does this. Yeah, uh, what is it? The indica versus the sativa. Sativa, thank you. And just like the differences in how it's Indoor, supposed to affect outdoor. somebody, and then as you try it, you figure out how it affects people. Like so, like you're seeing they're they're really breaking it down to help people to actually use it. You know. Yeah, really I mean that's that's that's, that's, that's I, all good and all, but like you know, there are still people who are sitting in jail doing federal. That's crime. that was my next mm-hmm. point was that there also mm-hmm. there's also business behind it on the criminal side, right? Yep. Like there's business yep. with, behind putting black men in jail. So right. how do we how do we how do we get as many black men in jail as possible? Exactly. Right, let's lower the, let's lower the um 
the weed restrictions. Let's make it a high penalty. Right. The mandatory well, no, minimums. Yep. The difference between yeah. crack and cocaine. Like cocaine is a is a yeah. is a rich man's drug. White men on Wall one's Street a level three are doing one's a level five. Yeah. White yeah. men are doing cocaine and stuff and, and talking about it, right? But you know, you go into inner city, somebody's doing crack or gets busted for selling crack, that's instantly 10 to 20 years in federal prison. You know, and money's the root of all evil, and capitalism is the root of all evil as well. So I guess that's the way I sum that up. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Marxist though, and I'm not a socialist. I don't know what I am. Don't come at me. But capitalism, capitalism, American capitalism is inherently racist. Let's just say that we're three fifths. We're three fifths of people. We're property. So don't tell me that um, that American capitalism is not racist. It's in the Constitution. That's what I was saying. If I was to run up on the Capitol, that was been the first place I went to. I went to the Constitution, use it as some toilet paper. Switch our three fifths to eight fifths to make sure that we're one and three fifths better than everybody else. Right. <laughs> so you thought about this, D. You you thought about a game plan, huh? You knew what you. Oh, were absolutely. I'm like, man, if I'm storming the Capitol, there's hey, a couple listen. things I got to go change. Hey, listen, next time I'm sending myself, I'm just sending myself a stimulus, a nice little stimulus. Then I gotta go to the historical now documents. To, now we try to fly somewhere, and then you see D's D's ticket being <laughs> red. His ass is on a no fly list because man, of I'm taking out all the slave owners in there, bro. Yeah, house full of sl- it's a it's a historical slave owners house, bro. Yeah, we honoring our fucking slave master's last name right now: Powell, Peyton, oh. Downing, Hines. Come on. All right, Mr. All right. X. Rashawn Powell X, Rashawn Brother, no, I'm playing. <laughs> so, Mook, you've been quiet. You want to talk about your experience with crack? I'm <laughs> 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 just, just playing with you. That was hilarious. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that was funny as fuck. Yeah, I had to get you, bro. I had to get you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bright yellow fucking hoodie on. Uh, that shit is funny. Yeah, if, if we're at a party, Mook definitely is the guy who got it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Beeline right to Mook, like, you. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That shit is oh, funny. Oh, man. But now, why did you, uh, what sparked that question, Kareem? I was wondering. Um,. Just curiosity. I know, I mean, like, I know a, a lot of people that use it for a lot of different reasons. Um, obviously, like, where I'm from, Vermont, it was used a lot for a lot of different reasons. You know, even currently now, like, I have close people that use it, but they use it for different reasons. So I'm always curious to know why people why people use it. Because for me, like, it's never been something that, like, uh, has really interested me. But mm. a lot of people I know, it's like, it's what they do, you know, but for different I, reasons. I will say it started off as a social thing, you know? Mm. It did start social, but then eventually you just got to a point where it was like not relying on it, but like this is a good. There's some benefit to that person that that makes mm-hmm. it not just a social thing. Now it's just like mm-hmm. it, it it helps them for whatever reason. Yeah, I can't imagine the situations no. that um, people would might turn up in if they weren't cooling. You know, they weren't they didn't have a little Mary Jane on them. When they might be, things might be very different, right? Some some situations might be very different, or the situations where I've seen situations. Where people did turn up, and I'm like, man, they should just, you know, some of these dudes need to go smoke a J. Mm. It's like, yeah, that, that would solve everything for I mean, you. Maybe, or it could make things 10 times worse, right? They start could. getting paranoid. It's, it's, and... It could, it absolutely could. And they start thinking I experienced so. that once where um, a young lady that I was close to, and, and 
back in the day. Um, she had an episode and she thought she was dying. Mm. And it's like, no, you're perfectly fine. Like, she's like, no, I'm dying. I'm going to die right here. This is it. Like, I, like call my mom. Like, like, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You trust me. You're good. You, you know, you only took like, like this, this shit was crazy. Yo, this was, it, she, she ended up slapping me that night. But, oh, <laughs> and I was trying to, it's just, she started crying because she said, like, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. I'm like, yo, what, what is going on? You know? But, I'm not gonna lie. There's somebody in this chat right now that I've seen get slapped before too. I'm not gonna say any names. <laughs> but, yo, how many times have you seen him get slapped? I feel like he gets slapped like a yearly thing, yo. Is it like an annual it thing? Might, him? It might. It might be. You know what? First <laughs> this man gets slapped. This man gets choked. Thing. This man. What first the thing, hell? First, first and foremost, uh, <laughs> I never started, and I don't finish it either. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know why it happened either. <laughs> I was just sitting there just so, watching. You know, so, 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 so what Mook is talking about uh, for our audience, we were out at uh, Hong Kong. Um, we were all, <laughs> yeah, that says everything I need to know right there. That tells me everything. Yo, Hong Kong is nasty. Uh, so we, were, we were at Hong Kong and we were all having a good time. Um, you were fighting over those beef sticks? Whoa, hey you. <laughs> yo. hey yo, they were actually Whoa. chicken sticks. We were fighting over yeah, meat. No <laughs> we were fighting over no meat. Hey and, yo. Uh, so uh, one of my buddies and his fiance were out one night. Were out with us, and um, she wanted to dance. And I said I didn't feel comfortable dancing with her because her fiance is right there. And I was no, like, my, no, no, no. You didn't feel comfortable dancing with her because your soon-to-be fiance was yeah, right I, there. I said, well, I didn't feel comfortable with her fiance. No, 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 her yeah, fiance don't care. We need to cut. We need to cut that out. Yeah, her fiance right don't care. Right, let's cut that part out too. <laughs> and I was nah, like, you know that. And my girlfriend's right there, and I'm like, I'm not dancing with you. So then she slapped me. I don't know why she slapped me, but she slapped me. And then everybody, everybody in the club was like. Mouths open, like mouths. He was dropped. there that night, right? D was, was there. Because yo, I kind of have. A, was I there? Kareem might think, have been there. I don't. I maybe something else happened. I don't. I kind of have a faint and memory. You know, of you something we gotta review this whole episode. Yeah. 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 This whole episode. Yeah. I'm dropping governments but, out here, bro. But, yo, you dropped That's why I, I forgot we're recording. I, I, purposely <laughs> left that out. I purposely let that out because that was a night within itself. Pooks like we've been talking about so much flavor stuff. I thought we weren't recording no more. But I will say this: I thought this was paid content. Like, yeah, we're gonna make we can make this the paid content. This is the paid content. This is the only fans of off the rip. But anyways, I was like, damn, this girl just slapped me, and then I look over, and my my fiance, who was my girlfriend at the time, I was like, yo, you got a two piecer because I can't hit him. But she didn't see it though. No, yeah, no keep it in box. She didn't. never saw it. The only people that saw it was like me, Dahlia, and Taylor. We all mm -hmm. happened to see this at the same time. I came right after it happened because I looked right over at Annabelle and see if she saw it, and she but like you know wasn't what? looking that way. You and know I was what? like, and black people are funny because in typical fashion, I look oh, like she slapped me into the direction that they went. I looked over. Mook got his hand on his mouth, not knowing <laughs> what to do, whether if he should laugh or if he was just in awe. And like the whole, it was like a domino effect because everybody was like, oh, 
<laughs> and it was so flagrant too. Like it wasn't like necessary at all. It was yeah, just harmless. Like, she's she's harmless, bro. You could have danced with her, bro. It wasn't like she was trying to grind up on you and shit, bro. No, no, she was just trying to dose you. D's like I, I would have done what I had to do. No, I'm that's what D's saying. That's their fam. Their family, bro. They are family. That's family. They are family. They that's are family. family. At the end of the day, yeah, they she's are not family. a Jezebel. That's I all. Don't point her out. I thought she she said she said dance with me and, I, and I was just like like no like it's okay. She definitely she was, was like, fucked no. up that night though. She yeah, she was. Another see that's why alcohol again. You know, it is the alcohol. And I got slapped. I had a red face. Damn. Someone should make a Damn. weed bar. I'm sure a they got those bar? in Amsterdam. I'm sure they got those in Amsterdam. A weed bar? Mm-hmm. Weed like, a hookah, a... like a hookah lounge? Okay. Yeah, I know. mean, I feel like they just have like cafes where like yeah, just smoke and just like chill. Okay. Off the rip, off the rip. Uh, story. <laughs> Sean, remember when we tried to go to the town in Australia? No, no. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> we, did, we never, we never made it. We never, we never made it. Exactly. <laughs> um. So off the rip, off the rip story. Um, Almost made it to Jesus, though. <laughs> we was so we was up in them clouds, but uh, you know, D had this uh, weed infused like Hershey bar or something, and he was like, "Yo," he said, uh, "I'm gonna take." He said, "Allegedly," he said, "I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a couple of pieces." I said, "Cool, I'm gonna match that. I'm gonna take a couple of pieces." It was a snow day, so we had to like shovel the driveway. And he right. says the pieces like Hershey. You know how Hershey bar can break up into like three pieces, like or like it's like rectangle, and each row's like those are the pieces, like those small pieces. So D, so D said he was taking two of those little small pieces, and I'm like, that's nothing. I'll take two of those. So I matched that, took that, was completely fine. Went outside, was shoveling the damn snow in our driveway. D has one side. My dad is doing what he's doing. And then it dawned on me 20 minutes into shoveling that I'm shoveling nothing. I'm shoveling <laughs> And my dad's looking at me like I got issues. D is, D is dying because he knows. And then I finally move on, right? I finally move on like, oh, shit. I said that out loud. I'm like, oh, shit. And then we walk inside. My dad goes upstairs. We say goodbye. Me and D, we have this thing where we just look at each other and it's like just nonverbal communication. We just look <laughs> at each other. We're sitting there for probably two seconds and we just start dying. Because he just, he knew. He knew that I was fucked up. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, <funny>. man. <laughs> these, these are my shits right here. Like, yeah, I would never, I would never do what that. What is that? Go back to that real What oh, is that? Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> What is it called? Metables? I find other shit. I have some other shit too. But. All right, guys, I got a movie date with the wifey. Yeah, why don't you guys put up the projector again when you have a sixty-inch oh, TV? Oh yeah, screen so out. cute. You have a sixty-inch, so your brand new sixty-inch TV in your, you in your living room. You want to, you want to go use that projector? That's, that's if you listen to this. You just uh, bought a brand new sixty-inch TV screen, but you gonna use that rickety dinkety projector, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So you got a 60-inch TV and you guys using that rinky dink projector. He's talking so much shit. He was you no, are y'all wearing the same hoodies right now? They are wearing the same y'all match too, bro. <laughs> y'all watch your yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't gonna say nothing, Mook. Mook, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Edgar, Edgar, when you get to Mook, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Now that we now that we here. Now that we here. I want you, I want you to just cut out this segment. This is all bullshit. <laughs>
man. For the peanut oh. gallery. <laughs> a little, a little, little vino, a little projector. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yo, honestly, yeah. honestly, I will say this though. No cap. I said no I would cap, never go. Yeah. I would never go to an AMC ever again. You are not gonna charge me up the ass again for you know a bottle of water and some popcorn and stuff just to see a movie. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna she go back eventually. Annoying ass teenagers won't fucking turn their phone off and keep talking. Yo, Jesus. Thanks. Also, AB ready for the league, huh? Yo, she's she been getting ready, huh? She ready? AB's league ready, yo. She she's league ready. Real. She going. She going crazy in here. I seen the tomahawk dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tom- <laughs> you saw she had a she had a tomahawk too, like she was Jordan. <laughs> she ready. We, we waiting. We ready. As soon as, ready. as they give us the okay. Yeah, her, back in session. Her, her, her Euro hop steps a little oh, weak, but we get in there. Yo, oh, top five best hype songs before a game. Ooh, best okay. hype songs. Yeah, or, or your your top five hype songs before a game before you have to go play a game. Fire man, foot foot fire man. Lil Wayne. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotta put we ready on there. Gotta put. T- oh wait, 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 I can't do it right now. I feel like we had a top it? five for this week, didn't we? We, we uh, can do it right now. I got, I can I can name my first nah, two. I gotta, I, I gotta go with my bag right now. Hold All right, man. so first first first, I just said we ready. Like that gotta go. Right we there. ready? I said fireman because I feel like that's a that's a classic one. Are we getting into it right now? It was doing okay. Real I got quick. don't Real play brief. by Travis Scott. What? Don't play by Travis Scott. Okay. <laughs> Rashawn, aren't you the Travis Scott person? Why are you I say think, okay? Yeah, like I was, I was Travis. He said Scott. okay, like the Waka Flocka I was, meme. Man, I was no, I, I didn't know that. Feel like collapse. Mm. Oh, Eminem. Damn, yo. Damn. The yo, this, go this is to the light. Go out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My up. I got a few new songs on there that, like, if I need to get hyped for a new game, like you yeah. know, like, this week, like I got to put on "Running" by Twenty One Savage. Okay. Um, what's the other? Yeah, he has a couple on that album that are dope. Yeah. Oh, you talking about like right now, like hype songs right now? Are you talking about? I'm, so, I'm, I'm just thinking saying, like, oh, I'm just okay. saying, oh, like this is oh. now on my. Mook's the only one who's still playing games, so yeah, he's probably the only one who still <laughs> has to. He's yeah. the only one who still has yo, to do this. Like, yo, oh, my shit's all gonna be old. That was the last time I played games that <laughs> yeah. were any important, bro. Uh, I'm thinking, um, King Leon still active out here. King Leo, Drake, that shit right there, bro. That was that was 2010 for me. Uh, whip Your Head Boy, 50 Cent. Okay. Pretty much all of No Ceilings. Yes. Rolling. Oh, yeah, any of No Ceilings. Um, oh, that was – was that Sorry for the Wait or was that No Sorry Ceilings? for the Wait, too, could be up there, too. Okay. Still trap. Oh, new songs, still trapping. Lil Durk and Lil Vaughn. 27 Summers, Nas. I wish that was – I wish that song was longer. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um – Fuck, I can't really think of many men. Yep. Yep. Lord, I don't try no more. You know kids are really gonna think that's just a pop smoke song. Yeah, that's the sad part. <laughs> that's a damn shame. Uh it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I tell you, I tell you. Even that new fifty song is um the sample is uh it's a sample that's been used a whole bunch. I can't oh, remember right now. Travis Scott bystand no bystanders. That's a good one. So when I went to the – a few years ago, I went to the Celtics versus Cavs game. This was the year, like, the Celtics and Cavs were fighting for first place. Yeah. So I got tickets to go to that game. So I don't know why they did this, but it was fire to me. So when the uh, Cavs came out for their starting lineup, for their starting lineup song, they had this song, Yonkers, just the instrumental. By Tyler, the creator? Yes. 
Yeah, that that beat is super tough. And and it was like the Cavs coming out and like the fans were booing, but it was just so tough because it was like dark and they were like at uh, forward number twenty three, LeBron James, and then everybody booed. Then LeBron James proceeded to give the Celtics thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was way to, bring game, a, like, way to bring it full circle with the king, man. I think that's a good yeah, that's that's a great way to man. wrap it up. Yes, sir. Andy up remix, Art of the City. That's a good one. So watch the throne. Watch the throne's got multiple, multiple. Oh, yeah. Uh Joel Santana. No church in a while. Oh, no oh, church yeah. in a while. Joel Santana yeah. and just blaze that. Oh. Dun, dun, yep. oh, just, yeah. 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 Anthem. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we, go, we go make it. Yeah, yeah. Dadpips.com. DJ. <laughs> Jay, no remix. Yeah, it can go on and on. Definitely. We can. All your homies on that drug list. All the family fuck up split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to look. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game ain't fair. I don't make the rules. But if you break free, ain't nobody care. The worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck I 